When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX. My name is is the mayor of PHNX, occasionally known as Derek Montilla, and I'm joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. I like how you switched that around, Derek. You are now more commonly known as the mayor and just that's, occasionally known as I mean, Derek. That's the way it rolls. That's the way it rolls around here. You know how it goes. I'm not, uh, people don't know my name. Uh, for a long time, there were several individuals that just called me Captain Caveman when they saw me, and that's all based on my Twitter account. So uh, people don't remember my name, but I'm fine with that. I, I'd, I'd prefer that than mispronouncing it, that's for sure. But, of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and get their latest hoops offer for the NBA. Uh, they are an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and this offer is too good to pass up. Uh, Brand-new customers can get uh, bet just $1 on any team uh, to 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 win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do that. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and get down on some NBA action. I have some picks of the week that I'm going to give you. Uh, they're not mine. They're from Shane, but I'm still going to give you anyway. Uh, that way I have no liability in the matter, and I can just blame it on him if they don't come through. And, uh, yeah, if they do, then I'll take credit. Just but how I like it. That's how, that's blaming, how he likes Blaming it. Shane does get you pretty far. It really here. does. So it really, well, yeah. Shane's, Shane, Shane accepts blame well, and that's the reason why he's... he's I'm, like, uh, I'm like a doormat. <laughs> yeah, he's... Stepping he's, on me as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Jesse, we have some news to talk about, of course, today. Uh, do lockout we, season. Do we really, Derek? Do we lockout really have news? season, Jesse. We have lockout season news. Oh, Or, as we've called it around here, Jesse, not just lockout season, we've called it uh, the dramatic as the cactus turns. So let's see as the cactus turns, or in this case, maybe as the cactus league turns, uh, as we take a look at what happened today, Jesse, uh, per Jeff Passan, uh, the two sides met uh, today and they met for 15 whole minutes, Jesse. Uh, They they met for 15 whole minutes. Uh, Apparently the players association backed off on its request for arbitration for all players with two plus years of service. Uh, requesting instead 80% of players go into the system. Additionally, the union, this is my favorite part, uh, requested an increase in its pre-arbitration bonus pool uh, ask from $100 million to $115 million. By the way, yeah. the owners are still currently offering uh, $15 million for that pre-arbitration pool. A couple of areas where they're still also far apart on 
MLB wants to raise the minimum salary to 630. The PA is looking for 775,000. Uh, players are offering two nine-figure revenue streams additional that the uh, that MLB does not currently have. Those two revenue streams would be playoff expansion and ads on uniforms. So the mm. players are are offering ways for them to make up this money financially. So uh, not at least it feels like the players are trying to actually come up with solutions to this problem instead of standing staunchly in their request. But it's still funny to me that their request for uh, that that pool uh, goes up uh, from 100 million to 115 million. Yeah, yeah, I I also found that pretty amusing. I mean, in some <laughs> ways, in some ways, they, I mean, they kind of went the wrong direction, right? They did reduce their ask from all of those players down to 80% of players in those sure. situations. Uh, however, the total amount of money that they want for those players went up. So, uh, so at the end of the day, they're really asking for more, not less. Um, yeah. Which, which in any negotiation, uh, when one side starts moving the wrong direction, uh, is certainly not a good it's not sign. Good. And, it's yeah, not good. and and the owners are doing the same thing, right? The owners are asking for one thing, and then they're sort of making up for it by changing something else, right? Right. Um, and so this is something that both sides have done. I think both sides have have uh, really they're not really moving at all. Uh, but the reality remains that what the players are asking for their baseline ask is a lot more, a lot more reasonable than what the owners are asking for. And so, although I think it's, it's very fair that both sides aren't really moving, right? Neither side is really budging right now. I think we have to be real about that, but you know, the position that they're each approaching this from on one side with the players is pretty reasonable. Whereas on the other side with the owners, they're, they're just trying to continue this system of the revenue increasing significantly and salaries that players receive not increasing by nearly as much of a margin. And, and that just has to stop at this point. Brett Johnson in the comments says, wild prediction, the owners cave into a majority of the players' demands request by March 14th. I don't know the actual probability, but got to try to have some hope. Uh, and I'm with you there. I, I'm actually surprised because I think what we've seen now is the first time the players have basically stood strong on one of their demands and actually went backwards more back to what they were originally yeah. requesting. I feel like this entire time has been concessions by the players with the owners moving in the smallest increments, right? Yeah. You know, the players are moving 15, 20 million dollars. They're moving 10% or the tw you know, from top 30 to top 20. Uh they're they're they are moving in significant uh, direction towards what the owners want while the owners are just moving in these tiny increments right it, it yeah. seems like they're still so far apart and honestly there's a part of me that that has to respect the players a bit here because they they have been conceding this whole time it, it, it is finally time that they stand strong on something that they believe in the biggest problem for them is a lot of these things they're wanting are coming from nothing right they're coming uh, where they're not even giving these players currently any of these things. Uh, the salary increase is a, is a salary increase, you know, like, so a lot of these things they want are, you know, obviously trying to do more for guys that make less, less than about the guys that make more. Right. It's still right. Interesting to me that they are pointing out here ways that this deal is going to, could increase their revenue and things they're willing to do to increase the revenue. Like, ads on the jerseys would that bother you at all to see ads on the jerseys like we see now in, in the nba or are we just used to that 
at this point. Honestly, I I don't really notice. Are there ads on NBA jerseys right now? Yeah, the uh, oh. Suns have PayPal on their jersey. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's not like super like super obtrusive on the uniform, I don't I don't really care. Um, in fact, I on I honestly don't know why people would pay so much for that ad because, like I just said, I honestly had no idea that <laughs> yeah, there were no ads idea on it was the, even there on Suns right. uniforms, but. Yeah. Michael in our comments says, thankfully, college baseball starts this weekend because this lockout is a drag. And he's not wrong, man. ESPN is going to air over 300 games, uh, college baseball games this year. And I almost feel like I, I, I don't know. I don't normally follow this. Do, does ESPN usually air that many baseball games? Because that seems like a lot for college baseball. I do know ESPN tends to grab onto something because they've lost access to so many sports that they actually air live yeah. on their network now that when they get the rights to something like college baseball, I know they air it a lot, but yeah, I mean that, it, it, that could be where we turn if this drags on. Right. I mean, if this lasts longer than, than we hope it does, it, that could easily be the source of our baseball enjoyment. College baseball is super fun. Anyway, it's either that or the, the NC dinos right over in the, over in the, Hey, KBO don't mess around with that. I'm ready. I'm going to order a dinos Jersey. I'm down for that. But Jesse, the meeting lasted 15 minutes today, 15 minutes. Like what progression is there that really like, I mean, are they actually talking or did the players association just come in? Hi, Bob. Hi, Jim. Slip down a, like a, their 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 proposal and sip some coffee while they read through it. And they go, yep, well, we don't accept this, but we'll let you know. And then that's it. Like, it feels yeah. ridiculous at this point. Do, how, how many things did you do today that lasted longer than 15 minutes? I know it took me longer than 15 minutes to get out of bed. It took I did very I did very few things today that took less than 15. 15 right? minutes is not it's not very much. I had arguments. I had fights with my siblings over very trivial things when I was young that lasted far longer than oh, 15 absolutely. minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I will say that a 15-minute fight with the two sides moving farther apart definitely sounds like an argument with my wife. And I'm only saying that because she doesn't watch the show. But uh, I will say that there are many things that I did today that lasted longer than 15 minutes. It took me longer than 15 minutes to make a sandwich, Jesse. And if you're stopping wow, okay, with that, okay. if you're saying I take too long, then you you're do. not making good enough sandwiches for yourself. Treat yourself better is my point about what, that. What kind, of, what kind of sandwich did you make that took longer? It was a tri-tip sandwich. Minutes. It was a tri-tip sandwich. There was, okay. It was involved, but I'm just saying. Took more than 15 minutes. A lot of things take longer than 15 minutes. Um, and definitely uh, a negotiation to get the baseball season started should absolutely have taken longer than 15 minutes. We've almost been recording for 15 minutes. Oh my so. God. Don't even there get me go. started on that. <laughs> I don't, I lose track of time when I talk. It's, I, I could just go on forever. Uh, Michaela Perkins murders people in 15 minutes. She does. Oh, wow. takes her less than 15 minutes. That's a whole other thing. It's the, <laughs> it's the covering it up part that takes longer than 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, he's see, he, he gets it. She's scary. Um, but yeah, Jesse, I, I don't know, man. It's, it definitely doesn't look good. It doesn't feel like, uh, see, sandwich isn't worth it if you aren't cutting up some onion first. Sean gets it. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay, but you don't put onion in every sandwich. Like, honestly, there are very few sandwiches mm. that I make that I, I put know. onion inside of. I don't know. Onion's pretty good. Get yourself some pickled onion. Put it on everything. It'll change your life. I'm telling you. Uh, but we have nine days. Nine days until the D-backs first spring training game. That's obviously uh, not going to happen against Colorado Rockies. And... Um, 
yeah, it's kind of depressing, right? We 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 definitely yeah. feel I, I felt I felt hope today. I felt like there was gonna be more progression than there was. Feeling hope is just not just it's don't, silly, don't right? Go there. Don't, <laughs> just don't I thought uh, don't pull I, around. Me. <laughs> I'm I'm generally a hopeless person. Um, but yeah, no, we'll 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 get to uh a, a, we'll have plenty of time to discuss this because man, it doesn't doesn't seem like that. Uh, date uh, of of the season starting on time is going to happen, and it doesn't seem like this uh, spring training is going to happen anytime soon. No, I don't think so. And uh, we have some we have some official dates that have been thrown out there by Major League Baseball. Right, February twenty eighth, I believe it is, has been thrown yeah. around as the day for us to be able to start opening day on time for us to start the season on March thirty first. And I know we've been looking forward to hopefully you know, being out there in, in Milwaukee for the Diamondbacks opener against the Brewers. But as the days go by, Derek, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm less and less optimistic that that will actually come to pass. I know. I know. And then, it, then from there, you know, like that, that, that basically is for spring training to be unaffected, but we would still have canceled some spring training games. Uh, the D-backs first yeah. one is on February 26th. Uh, yeah, that would that, be with with everyone reporting like two weeks later than they should. But it's sure, still possible sure. to to swing it in about a month and have, you know, everyone having enough time to build up and whatnot. Yeah, but, a week long camp and then we get to the four weeks of spring training. Um, right. Uh, but once we get past that, uh, it's it's still going to need. Uh, I don't even want to get started on this. I'm so sad because, yeah, then it's like no matter what, once we get past uh, the end of February, there's going to be some alteration to it. Um, at that point, it, it depends on when players start going back to you know where their team is. But uh, players might start doing that sooner than later if there's no spring training. A lot of them, uh, obviously, almost all of them are either here or in Florida right now. So um, we just have to see and and hope. Yeah, like it. One, I've seen these guys huddle around a TV to watch other teams uh, on the playoffs. I wonder if they're kind of doing the same thing when it comes to like this negotiation i know i was at 1 p.m just refreshing my screen and honestly i was kind of joking about it around 1 15 120 and then news actually started to come in and i was so like incredibly saddened by how how little time oh, they took yeah to try to correct this situation but um you know we'll try to brighten your day. That's what we're here for. Not to, not to be sad. It's hard for us. We're sad, but it is what it is. Uh, if you go over to gophnx.com, I'm going to have a new, uh, article up ranking the D backs jerseys. We gave you the top five, but I'm giving you the top, all of them, all of them. I'm putting them all in order. So you're uh, going, you, you're going to also rank the worst then. Uh, basically the best, the worst I'm ranking every Jersey. Yeah. And okay. uh, spoiler alert, uh, the gradient jerseys did not, uh, did, did they, not do they well. didn't do well, but, uh, yeah, definitely check that out over at gophnx.com. If you're not already a member, sign up to become a member, get in on the annual member deal where you will get that free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com. Once you become a member, you'll also get, uh, members only deals at phnx locker. There are some incredible shirts, including this beauty, uh, that I'm wearing right now. Uh, Jesse also has on, we are twinsies today and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad about that one bit. Uh, I told Jesse, get out of your suit, get in the shirt. 
Uh, he did it today uh, or he wore it to school. I don't know what happened, but I'm going to have to <laughs> investigate that further. You can go over to phnxlocker.com and get yourself uh, the sticker pack, your free shirt, all of that. Once you become an annual member, if you're not interested in that, if you're not interested in getting a free, well-fitting, comfortable t-shirt. And I understand uh, definitely sometimes you don't want to uh, don't want to get in on, on the on the full deal just yet. You can get the first month for just 50 cents going month to month. So try it out. Decide you like us and then stick around. You can come over to our discord and get in on that. Uh, obviously, we have uh you guys help us plan the show sometimes that's where the ranking of the jerseys came from so uh join us on the discord ask us questions chat with us again um yeah uh bobo fett peacemaker uh righteous gemstones any any television shows you also want to talk about uh you we'll do that more more than baseball because we don't have well, very you'll much you'll do about. that i'll do I that i'll take care of that jesse will handle any stats you need them to figure out or look up or explain to you so don't ask me about movies people because yeah. it's just a really sad dead end so it's, it's depressing like i i age uh easily a year and a half every time i talk to jesse about any kind of pop culture stuff <laughs> here's but, an idea um <laughs> jesse watches a movie that you tell him to watch and he takes oh. stats on it <laughs> uh, oh most God. of them will be how many people died in this movie that'll be most of the stats i'll have him take but uh, oh again, man yeah Is that the kind of movies that you enjoy derek you just want all the blood and no not all the time but it's the movies i would have you watch specifically we'll start with cabin right. in the woods and go from there uh okay. <laughs> you guys definitely need to join us and if you are a member already we thank you so much for being a member of the family and yeah give me a movie that i'll make jesse watch and we'll figure it out on the discord uh but getting back to our next topic we were gonna discuss where Josh Rojas uh, fits in with this team in 2022. He's it's an interesting case because Josh Rojas uh, Rojas has been a utility player. Obviously there's going to be a lot of value there with uh, the way that Tori Lavolo runs his lineup. Uh, the fact that he can plug him in, um, have him play different positions, fill in for guys. I think he'll be great as far as that goes. But I guess the question we want to discuss here is, is, is he more than that? Is there a position that Josh Rojas could take over on this team and is he part of the d-backs core moving forward uh i i i kind of think yes uh jesse not so much i would just say i'm i'm a little bit i'm not there yet i guess is what i would say it's not that he can't get there it's that i'm not totally convinced just yet that he's there i have some concerns about josh rojas derek i'm gonna be i'm gonna be forthright here um, he had a solid season, right? He had a two, two war season, according to fan graphs, 264 average, 11 homers. He was arguably the Diamondbacks most consistent hitter, um, partially by virtue of the fact he's basically the only one who stayed healthy uh, throughout most of the season. Yeah. Um, but also he was just solid, right? He just had a, a, a solid uh, season overall. He started out a little bit rough. Um, but he really picked things up in the second or third month of the year. And he wound up with, with some pretty solid numbers in the end. My concern, Derek, is that he had a 25% strikeout rate, which is fairly high. And on top of that, if you look at his hard hit rate, that was also in the lower echelon of the league. And when you take a guy who strikes out more than an average player and hits the ball hard less than the average player, there's some reasons to be concerned there, right? It's yep. it's hard if you're if you're striking out a lot and you're also not hitting the ball that hard. It, it's difficult to figure out where you know where your offensive numbers are, are going to come from. So 
I actually view Josh Rojas as someone the Diamondbacks might consider trading at some point, just because I think his value right now is pretty high. He has a number of years of team control remaining. Uh, he plays all these different positions and he plays them reasonably well. I think there, there could be interest in him from another team, uh, you know, in a relatively young player. But I don't know if I see Josh Rojas blossoming and, and taking, you know, that next step into a Cattell Marte uh, type role. I, I, I don't know if I see that in his future at this point. What I will say is I, I hold out hope for him. And I think this season will be the litmus test for what his ceiling might be. I think under the coaching that the Diamondbacks will have this season and the opportunity he's going to have, he will definitely be somebody that, you know, again, could we could see the improvement for. Uh, the Zips projections that we talked about yesterday uh, for 2022 for him aren't great. One and a half war, 251, yeah. 326, uh, 395 uh, slash, 721 OPS, 13 home runs, and 49 RBI. And that seems conservative, and that's what Zips typically tends to be, especially when you didn't have a great season. But like you said, one of the more consistent uh, guys on this team last season especially because of his health. The thing yeah. I liked about Josh Rojas last season specifically is that he was an instigator at times in all the right ways. He's an emotional, emotional, he's an player. emotional player, yeah. but he's also very cerebral. He does things in a way like there were times where he kind of got in the heads of the pitchers or whoever he could on the opposing team just to try to make something happen. And that's probably the biggest problem with this team last year. And sometimes you could even say historically, uh, they, they, there's times where they've played with a chip on their shoulder. There's times where they've kind of had like an attitude, but at times there's uh, a certain toughness that's missing from this team. And Josh Rojas brings that. It's also uh, like, a, this almost sounds like, a, a, like I'm talking about going in the Astros, you know, route of cheating, but there's also like a certain intangible about like doing whatever it takes to win, right? Josh Rojas sees that a starting pitcher is kind of dominating them and he tries to do something. I, I think it was Stroman on the Mets where he kind of, you know, mixed it, started jarring with him from first base when he got on base and started like, you know, yeah. getting into a little bit of an argument with him and afterwards said it was on purpose. Like he did that on purpose because he was trying to get him his his head out of the game and he was trying to do something because they were struggling against him right and it's like i don't know somebody that's willing to do that as a different level of player you might view it as dirty you might view it as part of the game but i just like the fact that josh rojas at times has that that like nature to want to win and do what it takes i think that switching players around obviously there's a lot of guys in mlb that do that quite often I'm not going to ask act like lavallo is the only manager that does that but i would like to see some of these guys find a natural home whether they sure. start there whether they're just the backup there you know but find a consistent place that they play either as a backup or as a starting player on on the field and you know see what these guys can do once they get that consistent playing time at one position it, it might benefit where them would you where would you put where would you put Josh Rojas? I'm curious if you had to stick him somewhere consistently, where would I mean, that somewhere be right now with no roster changes at all? I would probably have him playing a platoon position at third base and see how he could do there. 
Okay. Um, I mean, he could also. I don't know if you want Josh Rojas as your everyday third base. I know, but... I know, but again, like, there's. I mean, what what other position has he played super well? I would probably say right field. That would be my first because okay. I think he's a solid corner outfielder. The Diamondbacks don't really have a super clear, you know, front runner. No, that's valid. Their too. everyday right yeah. field right now. They need a third baseman, one hundred percent. But I. But Drew really Ellis plays third base. He plays third base better than Rojas, and I get that. And like, yeah. you know, um, that that's probably a better fit. But you know, wherever wherever he can play, where he's going to consistently see time. If it's going to be the outfield, then you know, have him stay in the outfield wherever he's rotated in at. But you know, yeah. keep him somewhere where he can just get that consistent playing time. I think he's the he's the one player that I do think. So, so we've we've talked about this, right? We think the Diamondbacks are going to operate with that philosophy. Like, let's try to give players more of a regular everyday position, uh, you know, compared to what they did last year. I mean, do just, we, or is that just our hope? Are we just making that up? I that's fair. That's fair. I <laughs> I do. Are we just creating I, that? <laughs> I I personally do think that we'll start to see that because. I, I I think it's just sort of common sense that especially with younger players, if anything, when you move them around constantly, you're probably not improving their development as a player. Maybe you're not damaging it a ton, but you're certainly not doing that player any favors. I think Josh Rojas is the one guy where the Diamondbacks actually view him as, okay, this guy is kind of your super utility, Ben Zobrist, Chris Taylor type player. Who yeah. actually succeeds moving around a lot, um, but I think you'll he start likes to. Other... He does like yeah. to. He said that. Yeah, he seems to. He seems to enjoy that role, and I think even when he came up as a minor leaguer, that's kind of what people viewed him as. Like, hey, this guy can play a number of different positions competently. Paven Smith, on the other hand, did not have that sort of projection when he was a minor league player. Right? It's like, okay, this guy is a first baseman maybe a corner outfielder. That's where he should play. And the Diamondbacks came out last year and we're like, all right, we're going to have you play center field on Tuesday. We're going to have you in right field on Wednesday. We're going to put it right. Like that's what they did. First base on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think Pavin was ever meant for a role like that. So I think they'll dial it back with Pavin Smith. They'll dial it back with, you know, Josh Van Meter. Josh Rojas is the one guy where I actually think they're, they might actually, you know, stick with that and see what kind of value he can provide. Because frankly, Last thing I'll say, Derek, frankly, I don't know if Josh Rojas is that valuable as an everyday right fielder. Like if that's what he does, if he just plays right field every day and hits 260 with 11 home runs, like that's not a very valuable major league player, right? But if he hits 260 and 11 home runs, but he's able to play five different positions well, that makes him a much more valuable player that I think a lot of teams would be interested in. Yeah, yeah, that's and that, that's a great point. And Honestly, you know, the Diamondbacks got rid of Tim LaCastro and Josh Rojas and, and LaCastro kind of have a similar role as far as who they are yeah. being a spark Tim LaCastro was at other other worldly levels of speed, though, which which Josh and Rojas again, on, but. but he's had that same intangible of doing whatever it takes to win. I remember when we interviewed sure. him about getting hit so much and he had such a casual attitude about it. He was like. If they're going to pitch in on me, why wouldn't I step in and take it? And it's yeah. like, well, because they're throwing a 97 mile an hour fastball at you. That's <laughs> why you wouldn't step in and just take it. But good on you. I mean, 
shit. All right. Well, you know, uh, but the sincerity in which he said it was also let you know he wasn't he wasn't joking. He meant it. He'll do whatever it takes to get on base and win a ball game. And you don't get a lot of guys in Major League Baseball that have that attitude. You might get them yeah. when they're new as a rookie. But, you know, Josh Rojas seems to have that like in his DNA. He was a huge part of that Granky trade. As a matter of fact, he was the one piece that was holding it up before it was done. And he seemed like such a throw in at the time compared to the other, uh, other, you know, prospects yeah, that the Diamondbacks set, set got returned. JB Bukowskis and Corbin Martin. It was like, right. oh, Josh Rojas is oh, yeah, and this Josh Rojas guy, guy who, you know, probably won't turn into anything. Yeah. And of course, he's been the one playing at a major league level consistently pretty much since that trade. So uh, he's definitely the kind of person that takes advantage of an opportunity. And that's something that Tori Lavolo was desperately seeking last year. It's why he was one of their most consistent players, because when given an opportunity, he was doing, you know, everything he could to to help this team win. And that's, again, a, a big reason why. He might not be like one of the best players to build around, like not a Cattell Marte, but I just still feel like he's part of that Diamondbacks core that they might be able to kind of, you know, mutate with these young prospects that are coming up very soon. Probably as early as, you know, opening day, we'll probably see some of the prospects we haven't seen on the main roster or at least by the middle of the season. Um, All depends on if they get that service time manipulation thing ironed out and, yeah. and we don't have to wait you know a month and a half for alec thomas once the season starts yeah. so we'll, we'll see what happens for sure make pa make sure you negotiate for that uh but uh, of course this show is brought to you by the DraftKings sportsbook uh DraftKings sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the N- uh, nba and right now they have some great deals too good to pass up all sorts of same game parlays. I'll give you my DraftKings pick of the week right after this, but uh, new customers right now can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets should you win. It's that simple. Betting on the Suns, again, seems like a very good idea lately. So if if you need a jumping off point after the All-Star break, uh, that's where I might go. Uh, you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout if you are an existing customer and and can't get in on that deal. But you can get in on some great same game parlay action, which is what I've been doing. Uh, again, we discussed yesterday, uh, Derek was wrong day and how I uh, should not have even been betting on national Derek was wrong day because I, yeah, there it is. Derek was wrong. Uh, I missed it by uh, the just the assists, just the uh, Chris Paul assists. We, we laughed at him with his 13 and a half assist and he went with 14, but well, uh, yes, you, yesterday he had six, I think, because he before, got ejected before so. being ejected. That would have been a good day to do it. That would have been, been a good, good one. Day. Uh, DraftKings is safe, secure and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use our promo code of PHNX. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets instantly if they win. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over only, Arizona only. Gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And Josh Hunt is in our comments right now. I know he's watching live. And Josh <laughs> is a troublemaker, by the way. Uh, and we love him here at PHNX. Uh, the other day, of course, he's wearing the shirt. Triplets, my friend. I know he's wearing the shirt with us. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we of course, had National Derek was wrong day. You can throw that back up. Uh, but Josh Josh took it a step further. 
so now we have a wonderful gallery of emotions uh, for what I'm experiencing. Surprise, Derek. Obviously, that's how I'm going to feel uh, if a deal gets done uh, here before it, it impacts spring training. Uh, we have mischievous Derek. Uh, that's me thinking about all the negative things I'm going to say about Rob Manfred probably on this podcast. Uh, we have angry Derek. That's how I feel every single day. Uh, it's day 78 of the lockout, and this is it's been 78 straight days of been angry 78 Derek. days. Oh my 78 gosh. days, Jesse, of the MLB being locked out. Silly Derek, this this guy doesn't come out much, but you know, maybe one <laughs> edible too many, and you'll get silly Derek. Most importantly, sad Derek. This is also 78 days of sad Derek. Um, because of the lockout. My favorite one is though Derek Montia. Uh that's the guy that'll he'll tell you you look like 10 crap 10 pounds of monkey crap in a five-pound bag. Um, he'll insult your mother, uh, and then he'll He'll tell you, you know, uh, he'll ask you like questions like, uh, do you care about the lockout? And then you start to answer. He says, it doesn't matter what you think and all that kind of stuff. That's that guy. But uh, mm -hmm. shout out to Josh Hunt on obviously the the, the many feelings I'm feeling. I'm feeling all of those emotions um, all the time, basically, over this lockout, Jesse. Um, and I'm not super happy, but I'm going to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, it's for right now, soon. I don't know. Get in on it. Uh, DraftKings uh, has Bucks versus Sixers tonight. I, I'm going with Giannis uh, going 46 and a half points, uh, assists and rebounds total over on that. Wait, and they had, 40, they had, uh, you're taking the over on 46 and a half points? It's points, assists, and rebounds combined is what Oh, okay. I didn't Thank clarify you. that. Thank you. My, okay. my problem, I kind of ran through that <laughs> fast. like, wow. <laughs> and then uh, they also had Embiid and Giannis uh, at 35 plus points each at plus 600. So, uh, and see, Michaels knows it. We all know that PHNX smells what Duroc Montia is cooking. That's right. Um, mostly it's brisket. Um, but yeah, there's my uh, pick of the week for DraftKings. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just, I feel defeated uh, Jesse, I feel at times like you and I are putting more work into this negotiation than, than the owners are at least. Yeah, that's, that's fair. There are, there are baseball podcasters out there who do five shows a week during this nonsense. So we're really the, we're really the ones who are suffering the most. We're out here. Right? We're out here in the <laughs> trenches. Um, yes. but yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why you have angry Derek. That's why you have sad Derek. That's why you have all of these emotions. And it's because, yeah. uh, yeah, we should be out there. Uh, luckily Monday, uh, I will be out at salt river fields for uh, minor league mini camp, uh, whatever they're calling that we'll get to see some of the young prospects that we've been talking a lot about. So hopefully we'll have some more information and some, uh, great news to share, maybe even an interview or two. So, uh, we'll see what turns up out there it'll be nice to go see guys throwing the baseball around uh, it was supposed to be this week and again it started i think it started this week but they did a couple of uh i think media free days before uh we're we're permitted to come out there so uh, i just can't wait to see uh you know guys playing baseball i'm pretty jealous derek i i have to say there are very few places in the country right now where you can see professional baseball right in front of you and Arizona is one of the few, right? With with minor league mini camps happening. Obviously, no no major league pitchers and catchers reporting just yet, but that is still uh, still a treat for you, my friend. I'm I'm very jealous. 
the non-roster invitees thing is interesting because apparently per a comment we got on Twitter, they are permitted, uh, but there's kind of a weird thing with them being seen as kind of uh, crossing the line right now, the kind of the, the lockout line, I guess you would say. So um, sure. I, I wonder, uh, you know, if, if there will be any in camp or if that's kind of a thing that, uh, you know, will, will cause them to stay out of it kind of sucks because I don't know if I was an athlete, I would do whatever I could to, if I could use the facility and be around the coaches and start training, I'd be there. I'd, I'd sure. arbitrary reasons aside, I'd be taking whatever, uh, you know, uh, coaching and, and assistance to get ready that I could take. But, uh, we thank you guys for checking out the show, being here in the comments. Thank you to Josh hunt for being the wonderful, uh, precocious troublemaker that he is. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Of course, our show is at, phnx underscore dbacks uh but all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports and that's on instagram twitter and facebook uh if you're watching us right now on youtube we hope you are tell your friends get more people to watch us we'd love to i know i know we get it lockout baseball nobody wants to hear it get them to come over tell them we're having a good time over here get them in the comments we'd love to have you guys join us uh if you're uh, watching us right now make sure to subscribe to the phnx sports channel that way you don't miss any of the wonderful content shane and the whole phnx team is putting out uh shane's a beast though he's one of my favorite people here and i can't thank him enough for his production uh and his wonderful videos uh and i'm glad he survived the phoenix open because i was concerned a little bit but uh, make sure you don't <laughs> miss any of the of the work coming out from our team sign up for notifications if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app make sure to subscribe there if you haven't done so already and leave us a five-star review for Pete's sake, Jesse is a five-star man. We know that. Um, don't, don't, don't make him suffer for what you think of me. Uh, of course, we thank you guys again for joining us in, in the comments uh, here, listening, and on Twitter. We thank you guys for everything. Uh, on behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you for tuning in. And remember, kids, uh, baseball is fun, but it's so much more productive when your meetings last longer than 15 goddamn minutes. <laughs>